Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Shot. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me for the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York, as we get you set for Union Men's College Hockey this weekend. The Dutchmen head to Amherst, Massachusetts to play sixth-ranked UMass in a pair of games Friday and Saturday at the Mullins Center. Uh, these will not be easy games for Union, and the Dutchmen are just coming off a, a, a bad effort last Saturday in an 8-5 loss at RIT. Uh, the game was played at Blue Cross Arena in Rochester, and uh, Union fell behind 4-0 in that game. Uh, Connor Murphy, the goaltender, was pulled from that game. It was just you know, not a great effort, and uh, it really contrasted with what Union had done two nights earlier at Mesa Rink against Bentley, a game they dominated from the opening faceoff and won easily 5-1. to one. It could have been uh, its first shutout of the season, but Bentley scored a late goal uh, with 115 remaining in the third period. So what is Union looking for in this, these two games against UMass? I think the, the most important thing for them is to shore up their defensive play. These are the last non-conference games Union will play before heading into ECAC hockey play against our RPI. Of course, Union has some non-conference games later on in the season, but uh, these eight games that uh, you know, leading into the RPI series, are, you know, you're looking to you know find the right line combinations, find uh, what's working defensively, what's not working defensively or offensively, and trying to make those corrections. Um, what's one of the things when you when we have Josh Halge on here in a moment, uh, the head coach of the Dutchman talked about what he's looking for in, in these games, and I think. It's one of these things you, you don't like moral victory, but I think if Union plays well in these games but loses, that's going to have to give them some confidence knowing that they can play with some of the top teams in the country because Union are some top teams in the ECAC hockey. You look at Quinnipiac, Harvard, and Cornell. I mean, these are teams that with you know, nationally ranked. So Union's going to get a taste of that uh, against UMass uh, this weekend. And I, like I said, I think it's important for the Dutchman just to you know shore up the defensive game and not uh, try to lose confidence because I think if they you know have some issues uh, this this weekend against UMass, uh, that could go a long way, maybe you know setting them back just a little bit. But we'll see what happens uh, when they drop the puck starting Friday night in Amherst. Well, let's start with the head coach of the Dutchman, Josh Howard. We talked a lot, there's a lot of topics about uh, the games against UMass and uh, what he's looking for. Also about asked him about the um, what the situation is with the naming a captain for the team. So let's hear from the head coach of the Dutchman, Josh Halge. Um, oh, some positive and negative negatives from the weekend. I thought uh, you know the offense was was great both nights. Uh, made a lot of plays. I think guys are starting to feel more confident with the puck and are trying to make plays. Um, Friday might have, or Thursday might have been one of our, our best games or you know best couple periods for sure the first and the second that we played this year. I thought Saturday um, we got away from that a little bit and I thought we just mismanaged the puck. Uh, not as responsible as we have been, but um, when you have some you know a little bit of a younger team, sometimes guys are going to try to make plays and I thought they maybe went just a stretch too far with that. Speaking of younger players, uh, your defense, the nine defensemen, four freshmen, two sophomores, three juniors. But the two two of the juniors, uh, Nick and uh, Nathan, this this is only their second season. They lost the freshman year because of the yeah. COVID. How do you think so far with that young defense? I mean, what do you like, and what do you need to see improvement in? 
I, I think it's a tremendous opportunity for these guys to get so much ice time as young players and just such a benefit for them to be, you know, thrown into the fire. Um, it, it's, it's exciting to see that they've taken big steps. And I think when you have some, you know, younger defensemen, you might have nights where you, you know, you are prone to, you know, what, what happened on Saturday where you're just making inexperienced plays and uh, just your team defense, you know, if, if we're not picking each other up, we can get into trouble. But over, overall, really happy with where they're at, and they're just, they've taken such steps, and there's just so much accountability on them as a young decor. I mean, how important is it to be, for them, this group, to you know, forget about what happened Saturday night and improve in work and practice to try and you know, erase those mistakes? Well, we talked about it, and uh, we're, we're a group that, like, we're going to take accountability for what we did. Um, we made some mistakes defensively, and it ended up in the back of our net. Also, as a coach, I have to take some ownership of that because we were pushing the game. You know, when you get down like that, we were we were trying to get our D up. We were trying to be really active. We were trying to, you know, basically throw a Hail Mary to get back into the game so you take some chances. And, uh, you know, that, that ended up coming back to bite us. And so I'll take ownership of that. But, uh, you know, the, the first period as a group, we got to be more ready to go. And uh, we learn from it. And if, if we do that, we, we talk about it all the time. There's winners and there's learners. So hopefully we learn and move on. How important is it for uh, Nick and Nathan, since they're the juniors, even though, like, like I said, they, this is only their second year playing, how important is it then to, for them to be leaders uh, and since they're upper, upperclassmen to help uh, the sixth underclassmen? I, I think any time you, know, you have guys that have some experience, if they can kind of lead and, and show, it's, it's really important, and I think those guys have done a nice job of it. Uh, we also have Connor Murphy, you know, who's there to back those guys up. That's you know a little bit older as well, so he has the ability to to lead back there. So um, it's kind of a team effort, and I, I think Lenny does a great job with him. He's so positive and has a has a great energy about him. Yeah, Nick and uh, John have recently rec- been recognized with weekly awards by the, the conference. What does that say about their start so far to the season? <laughs> they're they're playing some hard minutes, and, and they're producing offensively. At, so it, it, it's nice to see. I think it gives us confidence to know that they're only going to get better and they're only going to get more comfortable in their role. So um, I, I think they both have big-time futures ahead for us and excited that we have them in the program. I mean, how important is it for them, you know, for the underclassmen, not to, to panic and you know, you know, maybe lose confidence after what happened Saturday night? I mean, how important is it for them to try to just forget what happened and, and, and just move on? Yeah, we, we've 100% moved past that. I'm really confident in that. Like, we have a, have a group that, again, we take accountability for what happened, but we're ready to go and um, ready for the next challenge and just keep moving on. And uh, We're always going to be a, a staff that promotes, like, making plays, and sometimes when you do that, you might you – might, you might make a turnover, and you might make a mistake. I'm going to make mistakes as coaches. Lenny's going to make mistakes. John's going to make – we're all going to make mistakes, but we're going to push through and we're going to work hard so we can uh, bail each other out. Uh, just back defensively for a second. Uh, you know, some of the guys said you know, identified a lot of the mistakes, you know, in tape, watching tape, and then corrected them throughout the week. What were some of the mistakes, some of the main mistakes that you recognized and need to get fixed? Well, I, I thought that a lot of this – the mistakes we made were coming out of our offensive zone where we were we were diving in trying to keep a puck alive and the next thing you know it puts us in an odd man situation coming back so just just being more accountable with f3 um, also just getting underneath sticks a lot of times we were right in position we just didn't get underneath a stick and tie up a guy so um, you know you can't be giving up the free free ones like we did on on saturday and then looking ahead to to umass uh you know they're talking about obviously with being a ranked team, the guys are saying, well, we're going to play a lot of these kind of teams down the stretch. So how 
can this game kind of get you prepared for the level of talent that you're going to have to see throughout the conference season? Yeah, I mean, this is an unbelievable opportunity for us. I mean, we're going into a, a building where, you know, a lot of people are going to probably say we don't have a chance. We, we like our group. We're excited about our group, and we're ready to get going. And I think just having the challenge of playing a, a really good opponent. Like, you're going to get that a lot in the, in the ECAC, so to be able to go on the road, kind of bond together as a group, have some fun with it, it's it's a great spot to be in. Obviously, you want to win games. Yep. But what? how important is it for your team to be playing well in your last two non-conference games before you start conference play next week? It's, it's really important just to be taking steps. And, and we talk about it a lot, like, we don't want to look at the score of every single game. We want to look at the process of our development as a group and are we growing? And I think that's the biggest thing for right right now is I think we've established a culture of trust where we, we feel like we're a family right now and we're starting to you know get comfortable with each other. But we got to continue to develop our game and, and we got to take steps defensively as well as just continue to, to have more confidence with the puck. What do you have to do going into the Mullen Center to not let UMass dictate play from the get-go we, we talk about winning games in the first five minutes and that's setting your pace um, we we want to be the team that possesses the puck we got to hold on to it we can't just throw it away um, when we get in trouble is when we're just throwing pucks blindly to the middle of the ice and they're able to transition and go uh, we want to make it more of a half-court game instead of a transition game I think I think we have ability to make plays off the rush but we don't want to exchange chances with teams we want to you know, get a chance off the rush, and then if we don't score, possess it, hold on to it, and then try to you know create offense from there. They're coming off, you know, big two wins against the defending yeah. national champion Denver. I mean, obviously, they're probably going to be pumped up, but can can that can a team like that after such two big wins suffer a little bit of a letdown? I, I mean, they're so well coached. I think they'll be ready to go, and uh, we want their best. I mean, we want to you know, see where we stack up against a really good hockey team. So I, I think they'll be ready. I know they'll be ready. And, um, it, you know, it's on us to, again, set the pace and, and get after them right away. Any update on naming captains? Uh, we started talking with the guys. I think that that will probably be something within the next week or two that we have that we have the season A's on the jersey. So. But maybe before next week's games? Yeah, I would think before league play, we'd like to have captain's name. That's One last question. Um, when the original schedule came out, the Princeton last game of the year against Princeton was set for four, and then now it's moved to seven. Is there any reason that was changed to seven o'clock because it's a senior night or something? Well, we were actually you know, hoping to try to make that work to be at four o'clock, but just with league scheduling and whatnot, um, both teams kind of have to confirm it and uh, something got missed on Princeton's part and um, we didn't ask them and so just kind of you know we'll, we'll play it at seven and um, you know hopefully yeah that's just kind of what happened so before we hear from Union defenseman Nick Petrullo Nathan Kelly Nick Young and John Prokop let's take a break you're listening to the Parting Shots podcast So, how are the kids? Well, Emily made the honor roll. Oh, good for her. Yeah, we're really proud of her. Tyler, on the other hand, though. What's going on? He's been moody lately, just feeling down and not like himself. Oh, we've been there. Nick was struggling last spring. He was so anxious and stressed. Really? What helped? Well, he joined the soccer team. And ever since, he's been a lot happier. He has more energy. He's less stressed. And he's definitely in a better mood at home. 
It's made a huge difference. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad he's getting out of the house, he's getting some exercise, and he's off his phone for once. It's been good for his mental health. Sounds like it's been good for your mental health, too. Participating in New York high school sports improves students' physical and mental health. Encourage your son or daughter to get involved. This message presented by NISFA and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. Hi, this is Daily Gazette Deputy Director of Content Adam Schindler. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast with Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Schott. Welcome back to the podcast, and uh, we continue our coverage of Union College men's hockey as the Dutchman gets set to face UMass this weekend in Amherst, Massachusetts. Let's hear from uh, the four defensemen that were brought to the media availability on Tuesday, uh, juniors Nick Petrullo and Nathan Kelly, and freshmen Nick Young and John Prokop. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, the win um, over Bentley was huge. Uh, team played super well. Controlled, I'd say we uh, pretty pretty obvious to say that we, we controlled most of the game offensively. We didn't have we didn't give up many opportunities defensively. Um, so we were feeling obviously going uh, pretty confident going into the, the RIT weekend. Um, with that being said, you know obviously on the defensive side of the puck we weren't the strongest. Um, you know it, I feel like right now is a time where we address what we did wrong um, and then move on from there and then build on it. Um, past two days of practice obviously uh, on the defensive side of the puck is what the coaches have been stressing and we've definitely taken uh, steps in the right direction which I feel is um, going to help us obviously you know going into a big weekend. I'll start with Nick and Nathan you guys are juniors I mean there's nine defensemen on this squad four freshmen two sophomores three juniors and you and uh, Nathan have only played this your second season because you lost the first freshman year because of COVID. How important is I me? Mean, this is a young defense. I mean, how important is it, you know, with, with what happened on RIT? How important is it to you know, forget that game and bounce back? Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's uh, it's it's a one game thing. Obviously, every game right now is big for us, pair wise. Um, but like you said, it, we we do have a young decor, and it's a, there's a, there's going to be a lot of learning uh, coming along from that. Um, RIT was definitely a game we learned from, as well as Bentley. Um, you know, and I feel that there's a, uh, you know, no matter what the outcome is of the game, there's always things that we can critique and get better at, um, which is, a, uh, you know, one thing that our defensive coach uh, stresses a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we have a great group um, that we can bounce back with, um, like a lot of energy from us, especially with our young guys playing such good roles and being the players that they are. I think we can turn turn it around really quickly. You know, I don't think we'll look past or look at our last game too heavily, and I think we're just going to focus on UMass now. I mean, how important is what guys like Nick and John playing so well? I mean, they've been recognized the late, last couple of weeks by ECAC with weekly awards. What have you seen in, in their games, and I'll ask you Nick, we'll start with Nathan first, what have you seen in their games that you appreciate and like? I mean, I think it's great that they can just step in and have the confidence that they've had. I think every, every game they've taken strides to be, you know, our top guys and be reliable, and I think that's huge going forward, especially in such a competitive division that the ECAC is. You know, I think they're they're ready to take on big teams like Cornell and Harvard and stuff. Nick? Yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, the confidence is huge. Um, you know, the role that they were playing preseason, you know, before we even started games, I think, you know, we were put into a lot of uh, game opportunities. We had a lot of inter-squad games, and, and uh, 
there was obviously there was no reason that they should they shouldn't be playing the role that they're playing right now. Do you guys, um, how important is it to lean on these guys? You know, this is obviously, like I said, this is only their second season playing, but you know, having to deal with not playing that one year, and then you know, these guys, how important is their leadership to help you guys out? Um, I think it's extremely important, and they've been nothing but helpful to any questions we've had and everything, and I think it really helped us get to where we are, and obviously it's not where we want to be. We keep wanting to push and be better, but without them, like, I I don't think there's any way we get Rookie of the Week. They've, they've really helped us and take that next step from the junior, you know, junior leagues into Division One. Yeah, I mean, they've been there for all the questions, kind of leading us through the way. I mean, they've done it before, so leaning on them is extremely important, like going through wins like Bentley and losses like RIT, and especially going into conference play here in a couple of weeks. They've seen it before, so it's important to ask the questions. Yeah, how important is it for you guys to have that bounce-back game? Well, you know, we'll talk about UMass in a second, but to, to, to what, did, what did you learn from what happened in RIT, and how do you, you know, work on that uh, to get ready for UMass? I think... Uh, the major key is like defense will win you hockey games, and if you give up eight goals, you're not going to win a hockey game. And you know we recognize that obviously in RIT and keeping it like in a game like Bentley where you're only giving up one goal. Of course, it was in the last couple of minutes, but still you're going to win nine times out of ten when you do that stuff. So, Nick, how important is it to not have that dear? You know, Deer in the headlights uh, kind of type of game because that, is that was that the case there at RIT where just things just spiraled out of control. No, I mean I think we just came out uh, a bit flat and you know we regrouped, we got back to it, and it's sometimes you can't really dig yourself out of a hole. But I thought we came together, we fought back really really hard, and I think that's something that shows the character in our locker room, and I think that's something that's going to really push us forward throughout the future. Here, so. And Nick, you had mentioned uh, you guys had just recognized some stuff defensively that you guys needed to fix. What were some of those things that you guys focused on either this week or just watching film that you guys needed to fix from the North? Yeah, I mean, it started. It starts in the offensive zone. Uh, we did give up, I would say, too many odd man rushes, whether that's three on two, two on ones. Um, and then obviously coming back into the zone, it's a matter of recognizing, um, you know, communicating and, and figuring out who's got who. And picking up sticks while you know whether the team's driving wide, throwing the puck to the net, or you know guys are taking each other one on one. It's a matter of, like I said, communicating and, and recognizing who we have, you know, on an individual level, um, and taking care of that. You guys are going to face UMass this weekend for two games. They just are coming off, you know, you know, taking out the national champions Denver in two games, or up, up, up to number six in the polls. How much of a test is this game? It's your final you know, non-conference game before you get into <clears throat> get into a conference play next weekend. What are you looking for? I mean, obviously you want to win the games, but what are you looking for as far as your the game performance is, is concerned? You looking to improve that defensive effort? And you know, I mean, if, if, you, if you take solace in the fact that you play well and you know, don't come up with the win, is that obviously you want to win the game? But how important is it to have? your game in shape heading into a league play? Yeah, I mean, the, the on the defensive side of things, you know, no matter who you play, that's that's got to be, you know, that has to be in tip-top shape going into any weekend. I think we're all at that level now where if we don't take care of, you know, our own jobs on the, on the defensive side of the puck, 
it's not going to end up well. Um, you know, in regards to the UMass and the team that we're going to play, um, I feel that you know there's a lot of group, of, there's a group of guys in the locker room that feel that obviously this is a big opportunity, but we head into this weekend looking at it almost as if it's another weekend. You know, we have teams in ECAC like Quinnipiac, like Cornell, like Harvard that have these you know players that are just as skilled, you know, if not, you know, some some players are even more skilled than them. So, like I said, I mean, I, UMass obviously is a very good program. They came off a big weekend, but, you know, we're going to be seeing teams like, you know, at their level, you know, throughout the year. So I don't think it's a matter of, like, you know, I, like you said earlier, the deer in the headlights, like, oh, my God, we're playing UMass. I don't, I don't think that's the case at all. Um, I think right now the focus is the matter of, you know, taking care of what we can take care and controlling what we can control. Yeah, like speaking off of that, I I think like on another weekend type of deal, it's if we play our game and we play as a five-man unit and we just stay dialed in with our D zone, making plays together, moving our feet, we can beat any team. Like with the guys in the locker room we have, if we can stick to our game and do what we do well, I I think we should have no problem. Yeah, it'll be a nice test for us with transitioning in our game, defensive, offensive abilities. It'll be a nice test to play a team that's hot right now, especially going into their barn. It'll see where we stand up going into the rest of the year. Um, I think it's a great opportunity, especially for, you know, like you said, we have a young group and to go against a team a little bit older than us um, with a pretty good track record. You know, we can show show them what we can do, and, you know, it'll be a good test, like Johnny said, but... I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, how important is it to not let them get the jump uh, in these two, in these games? I think it starts with you know obviously they have a, a pretty good crowd that backs them up every night. I think it's you know the first thing is taking the crowd out of it. And fo- like I said, you know I've been stressing on is taking the crowd out of it, uh, or I'm sorry, um, focusing on what we can you know taking care of what we can control and not necessarily you know focusing on them. Looking around the ECAC hockey, Quinnipiac had a great weekend last weekend out in uh, North Dakota, getting a tie and a victory in a battle with some of the top teams in uh, in the nation. Uh, 5-5 tie last Friday was kind of wild. Bobcats had leads of 3-0 and 4-1, but uh, North Dakota rallied to take a 5-4 lead. But uh, Quinnipiac C.J. McGee tied it with 9.35 left in the third period. Uh, night two saw North Dakota lead 2-1 after uh, a period, but the, the Bobcats uh, scored the final five goals of the game. Uh, Ethan DeJong had two of those goals, and the former Union forward Colin Graff picked up two assists in the game. The 101-1 weekend vaulted Quinnipiac from 8th to 3rd in the USCHO.com poll. And the Bobcats got three first-place votes, and they also moved from 7th to 3rd in the USA Hockey Magazine USA Today poll. And Quinnipiac got five first-place votes in that poll. So good job for the Bobcats. Looking ahead to this week, and kind of a light schedule. Uh, just three uh, games that count. Uh, there's two exhibition games, including RPI hosting uh, US, the U.S. National Development Team. Uh, there'll be a 7 o'clock game on Friday. And uh, Dartmouth has a game against Guelph. That's an exhibition game as well. Uh, as we said, Union and UMass are playing the other two games. Colgate uh, will take on Merrimack uh, on the road. That's going to be a two-game series out at North Andover, Massachusetts. And Clarkson looking for his first win of the season. They're 0-3. They'll host Percyhurst for two games uh, this weekend up in uh, uh, Potsdam. And uh, Quinnipiac will be uh, at Maine for two games starting Saturday. 
and Harvard hosts Guelph in the next exhibition game on Saturday. And the Ivy Jamboree taking place at Yale with Brown and Princeton, along with Yale, participating. So, like I said, a quiet um, weekend uh, as far as ECAC hockey play. Of course, uh, you know, more games will pick up next weekend, especially with the Ivy Leagues getting underway uh, next weekend. So that will do it for this podcast. And, of course, I'd like to also let you know that if you want to play in the ECC Hockey Face-Off selections, you can do so. I post my picks usually Wednesday night or Thursday uh, on DailyGazette.com. You can uh, participate by emailing your picks to me at shot, that's S-C-H-O-T-T, at DailyGazette.com. That's also the email address you can send uh, questions about college hockey or the podcast in general. I appreciate you uh, doing that. Maybe in future podcasts, I'll answer some of your questions. Um, and that will do it for this podcast. And uh, I'd like to remind you that the uh, views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I am Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Shots. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From the Parting Shots podcast studio in Schenectady, New York, good day, good hockey.